Welcome to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a production of Maranatha High School in Pasadena, California. Join us each week as our host, Ms. Teresa Peterson and Dr. Joe Chai, recap some really cool stories that showcase the incredible student body here at the school. Let's listen in now. Well, why don't we get started? Uh, welcome back to the Weekly Wrap-Up. Um, you know, we're recording this um, just as the Lenten season kicks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, very significant time for many Christians around the world. But we also uh, just celebrated Valentine's Day. So kind of a festive uh, month for our culture and our community. Um, how are you doing today? I am good. Um, on the subject of starting Lent and Valentine's, I feel like this week was a total surprise to me hmm. in terms in of, way. yeah, in oh, terms of great. the the energy and yeah, the yeah. Um, engagement level yeah. of our student community for both events, because ironically, the Valentine's Day celebration and the Lent chapel, well, we had chapel and then we had a Lent experience at the end um, on the same day, just lots of like enthusiasm, love, uh, happiness, sharing joy, yeah. kids getting flowers from ASB and um, Mr. McNeil once again making iced lattes and so many treats. It was <laughs> really, really difficult for someone oh, like myself who has a hard time saying oh, no. Yesterday was cheat to day treats. for sure. It was a absolute. It was a wreck day. It wasn't a cheat day. It was like, yeah, was, I, I, I probably shouldn't eat sugar for the rest of February if I'm being honest. So, um, anyway, it was just a really cool experience. And then yeah. the stuff that we did in chapel, starting off the Lent the this whole lit season it was really cool it was a really cool day yesterday um yesterday being valentine's day right. slash the start of lint with ash wednesday the uh, i'm glad you um noticed the flowers in particular because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's actually kind of a new tradition for a community mm-hmm. so last year as you know um was my first year with the organization and i had two of my student leaders come up to me Shout out to Makai Retson and uh, Maria Kafalas. They approached me, and yeah, the Kafalas name is important, and our mm-hmm. audience will know why soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they approached me last year um, and said, "Hey, you know, we want to do something that's kind of special for Valentine's Day, where, in the spirit of, you know, Christian humility, we want to bless the underclassmen here at our school." And how cool would it be if the senior class had a bunch of flowers in their hands, like roses, uh, and just gave it just as like a little token of appreciation or just to tell someone on campus, hey, you know, um, I see you. Happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really cool. I'm glad that this year's cohort of student leaders, um, you know, inherited that and, and carried the torch. It's, it was really cool to see. And I think... Um You know, there was absolutely an element present of this is my boyfriend or this is my girlfriend, that kind of stuff. But there was a really strong, as I like to call it, Palantine vibe as well, where it was like kids were just celebrating their friends. And 
saying like i appreciate you right. here's, here's a, a here's a flower for you <laughs> and um without the you know sort of uh romantic undertones to it but i feel like for a lot of people that's a really really important experience to be able to have where you yeah. just feel like you're loved by peers yeah, and cared yeah. for by your peers and classmates yeah. so fun very fun it was a cool day. Um, I know you have some sports updates, right? I do. So first, um, basketball's season is finally over. Um, it's well a long guys. season for them. Yeah. Great, great job, you guys. Great season. Yeah. Um, but both girls and boys soccer continue. Dude, they're dominant. They right really, now. <laughs> really are. And I quickly messaged for specifics because I. Yeah. I wasn't at the boys game on Tuesday, mm -hmm. which I've been told is it was the greatest game of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a quarterfinal matchup. And in that game, Caleb scored two times, Luca scored once, and George Peterson scored on a PK. And I understand it was just like the atmosphere was electric. Yeah, yeah. And then... I did get to go to the girls. And that was last night, right? Quarterfinal last night. Mm -hmm. um, Cheyenne scored once using her head. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Alicia scored. Awesome. Alicia Parker scored. Shout out to Block Four. She's in my private reading. Mm -hmm. um, and Vana scored. <laughs> You know, do you know the saying that uh, dynamite comes in small packages? Because <laughs> Vana's leg is like a small package of really powerful dynamite because yeah. she had a, they called a foul and it was a free kick, but it was from, it was past the 40 yard line. Wow. And she kicked it in between the goalie's outstretched fingers and the crossbar. Hey. And scored. Oh my god! Unassisted, and everybody, including Vana, went bonkers. It was <laughs> awesome. So anyway, the girls won last night, three to nothing. So the boys played their semifinal match on Friday, and the girls play theirs on Saturday. Excellent. So craziness. Lots of really great. I'm just so excited for them. It's it's been a really fun ride. It, the 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 mood around here, especially as we celebrate the soccer teams, it's 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 palpable, man. Yeah. Like every time, like just the word soccer, mm -hmm. it just gets thrown around. People start cheering around here. It's it's pretty crazy. The student section has been very loud the last several weeks awesome. at soccer games. So. I love that. So why don't we pivot now? Um, I know just a few moments ago I mentioned uh, Marie Kafalis mm -hmm. uh, and just why that name was significant for this episode. Just as an aside, um, Marie Kafalis, she is incredibly wise, mm -hmm. and I loved working with her. And what kind of maybe shouldn't have surprised me was that the more Kafala's family members I met, I just got to realizing, oh, they're all like this. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There's something uh, in that family, man, mm -hmm. where they just produce like really virtuous, wonderful people. Um, we have a guest in the studio. Mm -hmm. And just kind of a funny story. <laughs> the first time I met this guy wasn't even really a meeting, but um, last year, you know, obviously we have freshman seminars and he was uh, the featured guest for kind of like um, a session that the freshmen had where they got to interact with alumni of the school. Mm. But this was happening in the student center building. 
So my first exposure to our guest today was when he was the guest for that freshman seminar, his face was like 50 feet wide because he, he was displayed on that student center screen. <laughs> and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, who is this guy? But yeah, just everything he said and all the wisdom that he shared with our young people, I was just like mesmerized. Mm-hmm. And he recently came on my radar again because he teaches one of our winter term courses, which is a hit mm-hmm. with our students. But also he got a shout out recently in our weekly minigram. So I thought, you know what? We should really have him in the studio. So enough setting up an intro. <laughs> I'm talking way too much and we really ought to be hearing from this guy. Uh, we have Jacob Kafalas uh, in the Woo! studio today. Thank you for having me, guys. I love being here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacob, t- tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, I know a little bit about you. I think uh, Miss Peterson knows a little bit more about you. But for our audience, um, can you share with us a little bit about who you are and, um, you know, what makes you tick? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I want to start off. It'd be cool to go back even further than myself here for a second. Um, Maranatha's been a big part of my life even before I came here and also um, in my family's history. I mean, my dad, his two siblings, they both, they all came here. Um, that would have been... Oh, wow. I didn't know that actually. <laughs> yeah. So 37 oh years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, my grandfather was on the board as well Wow. at that same time or maybe even before. Um, so there's been a lot of legacy here. Wow. And, um, yeah, so I graduated in 2020. I had, um, it was a cool beginning of my time here at Maranatha as a freshman. I had my sister here who was two Mm -hmm. years older Mm -hmm. and then two older cousins. So there was someone in each grade. There was a senior, junior, (laughs) sophomore, and myself as a freshman. Um, and I got to experience, uh, wonderful things while I was here. Great teachers, great mentors, had a lot of friends. Um, I played three sports all four years. Um, so I started with football, soccer, and golf. And wow. having all of those three different groups, very different people mm-hmm. that play those oh, sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of, you know, some play and cross over into the other sport as well, but there's different many cultures within those with how you work as a team you know golf is a little bit more individual yet you still have a team and it was just a really neat thing to uh, be a part of all those groups and um of course it was nice to have older uh, cousins or siblings Mm -hmm. above me and i i got to know a lot of their friends as well so you know having seniors come and talk to you when you're a freshman, it was mm-hmm. really cool. And yeah. um, I actually I find it really interesting. You talked about the um, Valentine's Day tradition that I don't know if Maria um, uh, talked to you about doing that. I don't know if there's still these kind of like Valentine's grams, but mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. buy one. Maybe it comes with a yeah. flower and a little mm-hmm. note that you can send. And uh, my oldest cousin, Thalia, who was a senior, and while I was a freshman, she got me a little nice note and a little flower. And I thought it was the sweetest thing and That's so nice awesome. and, you know, so thoughtful of her. And then uh, I learned that you could put the flower upside down and it'll preserve 
it'll dry out mm-hmm. and the flower, the petals will stay intact. So I actually still have that <laughs> oh. in my room. She doesn't know, um, but I want to tell her and That's hopefully sweet. make her, you know, have a nice smile. But um, yeah, I had a really neat time here and it might be different than a lot of people that don't necessarily have family to come mm-hmm. in right at the beginning, but um, that definitely helped me with my time here. And I loved every second. Yeah, the winter term, got to teach the two classes. Um, uh, last year I did one drone class. This year I did a similar one, but with a different emphasis of what I taught. And then uh, a full week fitness and nutrition class. And mm-hmm. That's so cool. So quite literally, I mean, this school, it's, it like represents family for you. Yeah. I mean, does. that's that's not just a mantra. That's that's your lived experience. Mm. Yeah, that's really, really cool. I love that. It's really cool, too, that Mr. Rouse, I mean, he so he's still around. Ms. Barnhart's here. And <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. But those, they taught even my my dad and the family. That's so it's crazy. really cool. Yeah. Our interactions, especially when I was a student here with Mr. Rouse, he'd, you know, talk, tell us all the stories and, and talk about how, you know, just how different things are now. And it's, it's a really cool thing. There is a legacy there that's unique for mm. sure. Just the, the longevity of the connection between the school and your family mm. is really special. And then, you know, we kind of joke about it, but there are like having parents and children both come to Maranatha is not an uncommon thing. Mm. What really stands out about the Kafalases to me is how many there are, sure. and, but yeah. because it's multiple families. Yeah. And so like Hannah was in my advisory shout out. Yeah. Hi babe. <laughs> uh, miss you. Um, but like there were I I there was a point where I was a little bit confused and I thought they were all siblings and I was like are there like mm, 13 yeah, kids yeah, in this yeah. family and she was like no 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 like this is a cousin this is a... and she warned me she said there's a whole bunch more coming so just don't be surprised every year there's going to be like maybe one or two each year for a while that are coming yeah, so yeah. then I just knew and was like okay they're all from these several families and they you were prepared yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. I... I'm glad she did that because yeah she those other two cousins that were above me um they their last name is Tsinoglu, so they're they're not Kafalazos, but they're still a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so then those two, my sister and I, um, just to kind of go over all of them, um, <laughs> who I call Cousin George. I say that because I have a younger brother named George, and my grandpa's named George. <laughs> okay, a sophomore at our so school, let's pause. Yeah. When there were two George Kafalazos here, I was like, blah, blah. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I call him Cousin George, and I call my brother Little George or Baby George, nice, something like that. Nice. And so when my cousin George came here, i that's how I address him, typically. Mm-hmm. That, like, seriously, even at home, I'll do that. And all his friends are like, why do you call him Cousin George? I'm like, okay, there's a lot of Georges. It's easier just to put a title. And so then they started calling him Cousin George. All my friends started calling him Cousin George. It was great. That's awesome. And then his younger sister... Maria came one mm-hmm. year younger, and then currently my youngest, my younger brother George, and their younger sister Anna is mm-hmm. here, and they're in the same grade, sophomore. There's a whole bunch. Yeah, the legacy continues, and they're all awesome. <laughs> okay, so you came here. You 
may be one of the last students to win what is it called the Iron Man Award? Is that what yeah. it's called? Mm-hmm. To play three varsity sports every year for four school years. Wow. You get a uh, you get a special award for that, and I, if there's been any since you, it's maybe been one. There may have been more than one your year, because I there was one year where I think there were two people who did it. I believe my year, um, Brian Althaus, if you remember him, yeah, I, I believe do. He got got it as well. Yeah, I I think you're right, but I'm not. I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember if there was another one since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a you can imagine. I mean, that's basically from the summer when football starts. So before I was even a student. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before you started your freshman year. Yeah. yeah. You so starting in the summer with football, and then all the way through the end of the school year, essentially wow. for golf for four years. Um, so obviously you were involved in all this stuff, and you carry yourself like. You didn't need any ASB position to be considered a student leader. You, you Just the way you carried yourself around campus, you had the respect of mm. teachers, coaches, peers the whole time. But so you have that experience at Maranatha. You graduate, and then what comes next? Well, um, so after Maranatha, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to um, university. And I kind of had... Not necessarily a dilemma, but I had found interest in something pretty niche mm-hmm. and the options available were going to be taking me away from my home mm-hmm. and my family. And mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily afraid of that, but it was, uh, it's not my first choice. I, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go into aviation, mm. specifically as a professional pilot. That's what the programs would be called to be a normal pilot. Now, there were a couple options in California, but Arizona State, where I ended up going, um, had a really neat program because the campus that the program was on had an airport on campus. So you get out of your dorm, get out of your house, and you walk to where you're going to do your lessons. And that's pretty rare. I don't know if there there might be another school like that in the country, but it's not normal. so I do, we do, of course, we have family in Arizona. Just cause <laughs> the Greeks, the Greeks have awesome. family everywhere, right? That's fantastic. <laughs> um, so that was also a little, uh, that helped out a lot. They took great care of me. Um, they did a lot for me. They were up in northern Scottsdale, so about an hour. Um, I wish I got to see them more, but, you know, I got to see them a couple times a month at the beginning of the, my time there, and it was very helpful to get me adjusted. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that was COVID year right. stuff. So mm-hmm. it was very isolating even when I was on campus. Yeah. So that was really rough, even want, pursuing what I wanted to do. And I ultimately changed my decision of what I wanted to emphasize my studies in within aviation. I switched from professional pilot to um, what is called unmanned aerial system. So drones mm. is an easy way to put it. Um, so that was my emphasis. Um, and we did that second, uh, halfway through freshman year. So I'm glad I made that decision early, stuck with it and got the most out of it. Um, 
so yeah, I just I graduated in December a couple um, months ago. That's great. And, Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I uh, making the decision to go continue studying at a, a Bible college in Greece. So that'll mm-hmm. be a year long. What was the inspiration for, uh, like, what led you to decide to do the Bible college piece of that? There's a lot of factors, um, but it was on my radar early on, even into my Arizona career over there. Um, this school that's in Athens was founded by some friends of my grandparents. Um, mm-hmm. It's an evangelical Christian school, so it wouldn't be Greek Orthodox mm-hmm. like the majority of the country is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's the big distinguishing factor there. And so there was, there's a lot of close family connections. There's family in Greece that have taught there or teach there now. You know, it's not something super easy. It's obviously a full-time school and, you know, rigorous uh, studying. But the opportunity you get to have um, studying scripture in a very uh, heavily influenced place like in Greece and Athens with Paul's journey and um, a lot of the New Testament being written in Koine Greek, getting to see it from that perspective, getting more historical background, uh, seeing it in the original language, um, I think will just bring it more to life and I'm not getting a degree out of it. I'm getting a little credential, but it's more of my personal want and experience that I can gain yeah. in my faith. I want to devote specific time and and be in a place that is I get to just focus on my faith, which not that I can't do that on my own in a different time, but I think um, putting away some of the world's desires for you to get right into a career and mm-hmm. get busy with work. I want to set a time sometime for my personal relationship with Christ and be in a space that is, that's all what it's about. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. And mm-hmm. You know what I love about that response? Um, and I'll commend you for it. And it's something I wish a lot of our young people heard in pursuing your education. I think the way that we kind of set it up and even well-meaning people kind of set it up this way too, is that it's a very transactional thing. Like you get your degree to get a high paying job. So it's like the means to an end or the means to another set of means. Right. Mm -hmm. But pursuing learning for the sake of learning, that's a hallmark of being a lifelong learner pursuing your academic and intellectual growth and in your case your spiritual growth too just for the sake of this is going to enrich me as a person um, instead of just this is something I'm going to do so that I can leverage this and get a great career or something um, that's something I wish more people took seriously I think that's a very very admirable thing so I definitely want to commend you for that it'll be exciting and um, something I I also didn't mention and I find I don't know how I'd forgot um something else about my maranatha journey um was ministry team i think it's different now i don't know if it's still called that or there's probably something like that yeah yeah so um before you had to be a junior or senior and uh, you had the whole application process interview process to get on the team and i was very blessed and fortunate to be able to do that both years junior Mm -hmm. and senior um so that was another group I was a part of that, again, is very different than even all the sports groups. Um, and that probably was my favorite 
part of my Maranatha journey, among mm. many other things. Everything was great, but the ministry team allowed us to go deep into our faith and with each other, everyone on the team. Mm -hmm. Some like somehow it was such a well-oiled machine. Like mm -hmm. we worked so well with each other and we weren't even necessarily all friends, like close friends before we would get on these teams. We just bonded so well and mm -hmm. got along, um, talked about things that we probably wouldn't have talked with other friends. Mm -hmm. And it was just a great experience. And we got to be, um, you know, part of the spiritual life on campus was wonderful. So mm -hmm. was there something that you experienced that you looked back on high school and said, my experience in high school really set the stage for this thing that I'm doing now that I'm really, I love doing it. And it's something that really energizes me and and i really want to pour myself into oh, it oh yeah definitely for sure it, it's interesting because i don't think there was like a, a moment uh-huh but that's because it's it's like so ingrained in me that so it was just like of course i'm gonna get involved with, mm -hmm. with this like i mm -hmm. it wasn't like okay maybe i'll get involved um and so but that all that grew big time here at because mm -hmm. it was you know those four years even though they go by pretty quick. High school, you know, major things don't always happen in middle school and whatnot. You you grow more as a person in high school, I believe. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, my character and my mentality going into what I was going to pursue and avoid and stuff in, uh -huh. in college definitely grew from this, everything here at Maranatha. Yeah. You see, Dr. Chai, why when we discussed having him come in, I said, he is the quintessential Maranatha graduate. Like yeah. he's everything that you would, and you would hope and pray a student leaving here would engage in and be open to. And, right. um, the path that you're on is regardless of the, of the individual choices, your path is one that I think just embodies like lifelong learning, a student of Christ, you're a skilled communicator. I'm just looking at the poster behind you. You're an invested citizen. I mean, you really do embody everything that we would hope for, for one of our graduates. Yeah, these conversations are important. Um... Like Jacob, I don't know if you know, but um, typically the the routine that Miss Peterson and I have, we feature student success stories from students who are currently here. Hmm. Um, and as we recall and share these stories, we're spotlighting greatness, but in the back of our minds, we're all also thinking this is going to foreshadow something. Mm -hmm. This is going to foreshadow a fully realized vision of who you were intended to become and so it's it's nice to have these conversations with people who've been through the process and are that fully realized vision yeah. like you've made it you know it's like yeah. okay so we're we're doing a good job here <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's working our secret sauce <laughs> so can i ask you a question um yeah. i mean you, you shared a lot with us um gosh you were an athlete 
pilot, <laughs> aspiring theologian. Uh, you just have a wealth of wisdom. Um, coming from that alumni perspective, um, what words of wisdom would you share with you know some of our Mar- Maranatha students right now? Uh, maybe students who, you know, they're having like budding interests and you know they're thinking very deeply about you know how they want to spend their days and navigate you know college career and beyond like what words of wisdom might you share with Mm. them yeah that's a great question um you know i kind of i look back at the sign as well Mm -hmm. and i think they all play a role you know let's see skilled communicators invested citizen intentional learners and students of christ they all play a very significant role and i think the invested citizen and the intentional learner Mm those imply a lot of other things as well and some advice i'd give is um to always be curious and not be afraid to seek the truth because that might mean you have to interact with other people some people are scared of talking to others Mm -hmm. and i mean yeah it can be uncomfortable sometimes but the part of being an invested citizen you have to start somewhere and with the mentality that if you have teachers, you have professors later down the line, you have students around you, you know, start a conversation with them, ask questions, um, get to know people because a lot of people have different uh, perspectives and knowledge that you can learn from. And not only that, you might share something with them that they can learn from as well. When you start doing that, and you start being, you're curious about everything. You're always wondering why things work, why, um, you know, just how society works or how God made creation and, and the path that we're on, always being curious and wanting to research that. I think research too, you know, a lot of universities move into that where uh, you have to do a lot of self-research you get down rabbit holes, you get down all these things that you'll, you'll learn things that you wouldn't otherwise, even if it doesn't pertain to what you initially course, researched yeah. at the beginning, you'll just learn um, a whole lot. And having a lot of knowledge, even in having a little bit of knowledge in, in a lot of subjects changes a lot of things. Um, you don't have to be a master in, in one area um, to to start somewhere, right? Mm. And um, high school is a great place to start that curiosity into what they enjoy doing um, for what they might do later on for work or what they're going to do for hobbies, how they're going to interact with other people. I would just say to students, um, be curious and then don't be afraid to seek the answers and be intentional about it. You People can get lazy because they don't care what why things work but it's very important to know why things work because a lot of things are connected and um being curious is the beginning of that want to to find out more and learn more i i can't even think of a better answer that was so good that was so good we did not pay him to say that you know what's ironic is i've i've been re-watching ted lasso when ted is confronting the ex-husband about his role with the soccer team he challenges him to darts and and he tells him you know 
he basically got teased and picked on a lot. And he says, you know what I realized about those people who did that? They were not curious people. Mm. They didn't ask questions. And then he goes on to say, like, for example, you didn't ask me, Ted, have you ever played darts? And I would say, yes, I did. And, you know, every week with my dad for like 10 years. Mm. So he's really good and he's going to beat him. You know, that's then what's coming. But but that idea of be curious, ask questions, like it's such a really it can have such a tremendous impact on any and every area of your life. I think even it's eventually, I know if the student's not, if they don't learn now, they will later. Um, a, a good term, I think, to encompass all that is critical thinking mm-hmm. um, because that requires you to think for yourself and then seek the truth. And that yeah. comes with, with research. And uh, one of, a couple of my classes at, in Arizona State, he... Uh, one of the professors, he was in aviation law. It was a really interesting class. Um, that was his whole thing. He would give us some books to read. Um, they might, you know, some of them would have been political one way or the other, but he said, don't worry about what side they're on, whatever. You need to critically think for yourself mm. if you agree with them, disagree with them, and why. And mm. find those reasons. Don't just give easy answers back it up with evidence back Mm -hmm. it up with facts and i think that also plays a big role in our faith too is we should be curious about scripture too and that's probably my next thing that i would say is um scripture has i don't want to say you know we don't go to it just for all the answers but a lot of things that we can lead read through the bible helps us in our everyday lives and how we interact with yeah. others, how we make decisions for how our lives want to go. Um, and, you know, it, it just, it helps you refocus on what's actually important. And um, I think modeling your faith through a- any area of life that you're in, whether it is in sports or whatever job you have, um, that is is crucial to how we are to live on on this planet while we're here Mm -hmm. that was so good jacob thank you so much for being here today uh this was just a joy to to have you in here and i I feel like every interaction i have with you is just i don't know it just leaves a big stupid grin on my face (laughs) (laughs) but seriously thank you for sharing your experience your insight and in particular uh your your wisdom uh, with our current students uh, shout out to all the Kafalases near and far. Shout out to the only place in town. Yeah. Hey. The restaurant. Mom, that's the Kafalas restaurant. Thanks for again for hanging out with yes. us today. Thank yeah, you, Jacob. Thank you very much. It was nice to talk to you. Teresa, I got nothing else, man. You want to close this out? That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up, a production of Maranatha High School. Maranatha is a Christ-centered, evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics, as well as the arts, athletics, and service. For more information about Maranatha High School, contact us at info at mhs-hs.org or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com.